millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to episode 467 of This Week in League. I'm Nate. And I'm Jay. And I'm Glenn. How you going, fellas? Fantastic. It's another yeah. glorious week. Oh, do we, I, I wonder, are we going to save the origin stuff until Wednesday, or is it because yeah. it's super timely now we we talk about it tonight? No, or I don't know. Let, let's keep the format. We'll do the news on Wednesday. All right. Um, pray that, you know, maybe, maybe someone assassinates Brad Fittler. In the meantime, wow, wow. Um, okay, spoiler. We know how you. We know how you feel. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, so we know what Jay's going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so so someone can go and plug up Mrs. Siafidi's vag so she doesn't put any more plotters in the side, <laughs> cause any more mischief. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this seems to be the selection criteria. Well, that's that. Okay, so that's that's. I know, I know the two the two positions that he's not happy with, but uh, <laughs> we'll get <laughs> we'll get to that on Wednesday, I suppose. Yes. Um. So, uh, other than other than that, you're all right, there, mate. Oh, other man, than, other than other than Brad Fittler, I tell you, <laughs> <laughs> couldn't couldn't be happier. Fucking great. Wonderful. How you going, Glenny? I mean, I feel like I, I just spoke to you because we were on the we were on the uh, on the phone, we we're on the on the on the video chat doing the uh, yes. doing the game on Saturday yeah, afternoon, early evening. I'm so sorry, I missed that. How was it? The Great. game was fucking shit. But well, the, 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 the game was terrible. The fuck, was we had fucking a... delightful. Oh. oh, yeah, we had a great chat. It was amazing. I just remember <laughs> it wasn't all that long ago, only a fucking year or so ago. Where, uh, you know. I'd be able to sit at home and just wallow in the Tigers' fucking shit performance. But now I get to fucking talk to Nate. Takes my mind off it. Didn't ring it up once. <laughs> well, that's it. We're just, we're, just enjoy, we're, just enjoying the, we're just enjoying the game of footy and having a, and, and having a chat. And, and it wasn't, and, you know, it, it may as well not have been the Tigers playing. Yeah. could have been just two neutrals playing. That's it. It was, it was as sad as it was. It was far less stressful than if I had just been taking in the whole game and just watching it and nothing else. Yeah, I, mean, I, I would, you're a I would imagine, distraction, Nathan. I would, I would imagine that also that the when it when it sort of became a foregone conclusion with, with probably you know a good twenty to go, I reckon. Mm. So at that so at that point, you know, we would just we would have settled in for the chat anyway. Yeah. It was like, oh yeah, <laughs> fuck this shit. <laughs> Like there was no, there certainly there wasn't any tension like the like the way that these Tigers episodes started off. Yeah, that's where, it. Yeah. Where we like, we, where are we getting these epic field goal fucking last feels, minute victories? Feels and like shit, so you know? long ago. <laughs> it does, it does. And uh, more news on that, I suppose, on Wednesday as well because I saw I saw some headlines. I didn't read them, but I, but uh, I'm seeing things, seeing things, Lenny. Look, I'm fucking, I'm cynical now. 
I'm no. so fucking cynical. <laughs> well, oh, look, okay. after after the media came out and and you know, basically admitted articles slandering the West Tigers generate clicks. It's not new right? information. Because the, the media, well, for all of their faults, they've figured out that the West Tigers fans are a bunch of fucking rage-fueled fuckheads. Hey! Who will read something hey. just to fucking defend <laughs> rage, that dumpster they're, they're, fire. They're, they're rage-fueled, <laughs> passionate, and loyal humans who will rush in and defend their club against... I don't... I don't do Staff any of that. Writers. I, don't even, <laughs> but ev- I don't even read it. <laughs> but everyone, everyone else oh, okay. just enjoy, enjoys the fucking chaos. So, you know, they've had a couple of wins. The stories were inevitable. And, you know, fuck, this, this may be the time. Maybe the time he goes, but we'll, we'll wait and see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the thing is, it's like there was how many, how many losses in a row was it? It was the worst start of the season. Was it five? Yeah. It was it six when you had, yeah. And and then since then, you know, then they put a couple of wins together and started looking good. And then they put a couple of losses together now on the back of that. But it's still, they still look better, better than they were back at the 0 and 5 level. Yeah. You know, but now, now the bell's ringing louder. You know, it's just, it's all very, it's, it's all very strange. But uh, I, I promise I'll read that article before Wednesday. And so, and if it's, and if it, and if it has any tangible, concrete information, then perhaps uh, we'll uh, we'll chat about chat it. about it. We'll chat about it then. Uh, On to the games because a quick express episode is always a good one. Round twelve, the round that just was um, Thursday night. Oh, this was only just this was this week, was it? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> these Thursday night games really fuck me over because they're like. They feel so long ago. It's worse when we do um, back-to-back on a Wednesday. It feels like a million years ago. Yeah, yeah. No, well, that's the whole reason we started. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We had a great rationale for ourselves there. Like, if we do them on Sunday night, <laughs> it's just the last game of the round has just finished, you know, like two hours before or something. I think so, I broke a know, personal per- record, though. The reason I couldn't do Sunday, I broke a personal record of the amount of time spent in my fucking lawn, doing my lawn in one weekend. This last weekend? Yeah, this weekend just gone. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, I spent Fucking about, I, I, ridiculous. Yeah, I spent two or three hours. I knocked. I, I basically I had to knock it down with the whippersnipper first, mm. and then I had to and then I had to go give it a give it the once. Oh, my my lawnmower got wet in the rain. Didn't realize it was sort of just the, whatever the direction it came in just happened to get in where I tuck it away, and um and so it wouldn't start. So I'm fucking on YouTube. Watching video of just how to disassemble the whole fucking thing, just so that I can dry things out and check if the you know the carburetor's fucked. And, it, and so I became a, quite the quite the lawnmower mechanic over last week, and um, got in there, fixed that, got it running, uh, knocked it all down at the top setting, and then tomorrow, if it, if it doesn't rain again tomorrow, then I'll knock it back a couple you know a couple of notches down, and then maybe on the weekend I'll go again, and then we'll be back to some total we'll back on from top. Friday after work when I got home, Friday yep. night until I finished at six thirty on Sunday night. Yep. 14 hours. Yeah, that's quite excessive. <laughs> I mean, I probably spent that much time like on, on YouTube. For, and 14 hours. And stuff and, 14 and hours. Mowing, whippersnipping, gotta... spraying weeds, going to the tip, unloading fucking wheelie bins full of grass. 14 hours. I just want to say, oh, see, this, what you got to do, you got to knock it down, then you get it on the, you know, then you get the mulcher on and just... It was too much. Really it was too much yeah. grass because I haven't mowed yeah. in like, because of the weather, haven't mowed yeah. in like probably six weeks. Yeah, it right. was up past my knees. I oh, know I'm only when short. When you say when you when you say when you say mow though, too, I just we just need to be very here clear. So you're talking guys. about you're on a you're on a ride on mow. You're not actually like you're, lawn digger. You're like a little so kid in fucking you, little wiggles big red car. You're on a noisy couch. 
He's like a little kid in one of those little like wiggle, oh, wiggle cars with like battery operated wiggle cars. Me in the gills. That's about <laughs> that's about as hard, that's about as much a noisy that's about as much work as he's doing. So fuck you. Anyway, you come on my lawn then, bitch. <laughs> okay, last thing before we move on. Um, do you have feel right on? Mower. Noisy couch. <laughs> I uh, look. I I, I I don't know anything about ride-on mowers. Never had one. Never never been on one. I know nothing about them, mm-hmm. other than just to look at them. Now, it's a lawn your, digger, mate. is is there is there a market for accessories where you've got like a little iPad mount for your fucking ride-on where you can be watching <laughs> watching footy oh, and things and just watching stuff as you're driving about on it? That's that is uh, that is a fantastic idea. I don't know if there is a market for that yet. Do ride on mowers come with come come with Apple CarPlay? No, mate. No, fucking death. Oh, the gearless farm would be a fucking glorious thing. <laughs> fucking drones spraying weeds and fucking. Do you have like a little? Do you have control? like a little six little little six can esky on it? No, it's got, like it's got one, fridge, it? one one stubby holder. Yeah, right. Yeah. Jay was right. It was a noisy fucking couch. That's yeah. right. I love it. If yeah. just jot that down, will you? That's fucking gold. All right. So that was, so look, look, it's it's early, but but let's let's uh let's let's put this one down as a as, as a title, a shall we? Noisy couch. I, oh, I don't. I we don't haven't even started yet. It's yeah, fucking I, done. I, I I don't I don't noisy couch. I don't think that we're going to see see anything crazy than that. And uh, and I love getting the title away early, to be honest, because. Yeah. There's nothing worse than getting to the end and going, oh, fuck, what's it oh, going to be? They just got PTSD from many years ago. Like, when they're like, like 11 o'clock at night, like, what the, <laughs> listen, listen to record, the episode again. What fuck, what fucking night do we used to record? Tuesday? When, well, it's Tuesdays and Wednesdays mostly. And um, I'd get a message the next day. This is in what's stint, this stint one. What are we calling this fucking episode? I can't, I can't remember a single fucking thing we spoke about, huh? <laughs> I'm, I'm zero help. Yeah, yeah, that's oh, right. We get, we get there in the end. We get there in the end. Um, this this system of just writing down the second they happen, that was fantastic. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, all right, games, games. First one up, the uh, Melbourne Storm 28 defeated the Mighty Manly Seagulls 8 down there at the Korean Housewife again. And uh, the Storm's 28 tries to Munster. Uh, Lewis Coates Bromwich, meaning four conversions. Uh, Manly tries to George Tafua in his last game of NRL. And uh, Christian <laughs> Tuipolotu, Garrick narrowly missing two sideline conversions. Let's go first. That that's all you, man. Fuck all to say. That's all you. This fucking putrid fucking performance in a game that was there to be won, um, with the exception of like some brilliance from Cameron Munster, who had a, a tapering into Origin fucking game to be sure. The the storm by and large were fucking hopeless. Like their their attack was was off. They just they just didn't look great. I mean, as the game got as the game went on, they started to look a bit better. I mean, when they they sort of had more confidence, and I mean, the game was pretty much over as well. Then they started looking a little bit better. But when the game was there to be won, like that first sort of fifty sixty minutes of that game, they they did not look great. And once again, invite them to, invite them down with penalties, repeat sets. And you name it, fucking and uh, and that's they were gifted all their attacking opportunities, and although they mainly defended like especially well in the first half, I thought it was because they were having six back to back fucking sets on their line against them, and they had and you know and they had to they had to defend that way, but once again, just giving too many opportunities and. 
Poor old George the Fool. I'm not even say poor old George the Fool. Fucking, if you put your hand up, yeah, you can't to play he's, footy. He's, it's on him. It's on, abso- absolutely on him. And I mean, they hang on. What's on him? Just being fucking, agreeing, just, agreeing to be up for the NRL at this stage of his yeah. life. <laughs> yeah, like at the, at the end of the day, if you, I mean. It's like it's like it's like the Russian it's like the Russian soldiers like people say well you know the one you know they don't they don't want, they don't want to be there I mean that's like you know so no you fucking signed you you signed up for this this is what you signed up for and if you're not fucking ready if you're not ready for it then you know look and I mean I understand we're currently in in the midst of an injury crisis in the the back line thankfully that crisis is alleviated this week by one person which is all it takes to get George to fool back out of the side but there again. wasn't some cunt but, running around for Blacktown or fucking whoever the feeder side is for me this is the thing if it wasn't him who was it it would have been it would have been it would have been Saab but I mean he's like he's he was he was in the squad but he's, he's injured he, he was in the squad though so I'd say he was just he was he was in the 20 what the 25 or whatever but he must have just been not quite right to to come back yeah, i mean so i've heard he, i've heard he's definitely right for this week i don't but, think it's um, on george so much as he was picked there well we're after yeah we're after round 10 now though and so you can use guys from outside yeah you can use development players and things like that and like so i've been calling for you know like someone like ray vega who um but again played george george didn't go around a fucking desi's house and lock his wife in a car until Desi put him in the squad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I'm, but I'm also but I'm also saying you're on fire. But I'm saying you can. I'm saying if you've, you signed the contract, you've turned, you show up to training and everything. Be up to the fuck. Be up to the fucking job. Or if you're not, fucking retire. People retire before the end of their contracts when they realise they're not up to the job. But not this cunt. Not not this guy. And um, it was nice to see him get a try in his last game though. I mean that was that that was a nice little moment for him, but fuck me, he had one of he he had a Morgan Harper of a game, and um, which is even funny because Morgan Harper was there and didn't have a Morgan Harper of a game, mm. so and he was and he was on the same fucking field. Yeah. Um, it says a fair bit about Morgan Harper to the guy who hasn't played for two years had a Morgan Harper of a game. Yeah, like <laughs> like when you, like he he had such a Morgan Harper of a game that you forget that Morgan Harper was actually there and and didn't and didn't Morgan Harper at all. So I mean, yeah, perhaps Morgan Harper's you know, part, maybe he's starting to get on the road to to, to being fixed and being less of a Morgan Harper. <laughs> but uh, I mean, he's not quite a Brad Parker, but you know, he certainly wasn't a Morgan Harper. Um, <laughs> and and that's basically the story. Once again, inviting team, especially a good team like the Storm. Well, you know, a good good in quotes. I mean, like a nominally good team like the Storm. Give them enough opportunities, and then the the brilliant players like Cameron Munster will make things happen. And uh, and get his side the victory. Um, I mean, three tries, three tries via via the direct hand of George Tafua. Three tries, the difference in the game. Um, and look, it's it's not. And the, I mean, the refereeing had some fucking moments in the first half. Both of the storm tries there, but it didn't. It doesn't fucking matter. Like that. This this time, it was not like fucking game costing. Although. Despite that, I really wish. I think I spoke this about uh, with Glennie about this on the on the member side, but it drives me crazy in twenty twenty two when we've got a sport that is cameraed out the out the ass and has a bunker that reviews thing. The arbitrary nature of things, like I look, I get the forward pass thing, like why well, I can't rule on forward passes. That's totally fine. I mean, it's obvious to all three of us and everybody who watches at home when a pass is like legitimately unquestionably forward. Yep. 
That's versus it. the line ball ones, but I don't care. I don't care that they don't rule on those. And maybe when they bring this gyro shit in there coming in the future, then you know perhaps you know that that will change. But the the notion that the the, the black the black and white ruling that the bunker because if a ref if the, if they play the ball, the play goes on and they score a try. Once the ball's the, the play, the ball is the referee's responsibility. And if anything happens in that play, the ball. Because the referee didn't say anything at the time, you can't go and review it, even though that too is like, it's not like a forward pass. It's unambiguous. You can see exactly what's happened. And there were two occasions where Melbourne Storm players stood up and played the ball at fucking 90 degree angles to the ruck, and one of which led into a try. And the referee basically said, look, yeah, yeah, okay. I know, but the bunker's not allowed to rule on that. So tough shit. We, we can, they can only rule on what happened after that infringement. And that was all fine, so I'm sorry, it's a try, even though, you know, that sort of shit needs to be probably cleaned up in the sport in general. Just, like, that, that's an easily reviewable thing. Like, I'll concede, the, I'll concede the forward pass stuff until we can get a better scientific slash physics, whatever fucking way of definitively ruling on forward passes. Yeah, it, it's, not, it's not like there's a fucking overhead camera on every fucking game that could get a bird's eye view of a pass and give a camera angle on whether a pass does or doesn't go forward uh, out of the hands. That, that, that'd that be fucking too far from me. I, I agree with you 100%. I think the bunker should be following four or five seconds behind the game. Yep. And if they see anything like that, they give the signal and they pull it back. They're fine to pull it back now when there's a fucking... An incident with well, a if there's a, a yeah if there's a high tackle or, or a high whatever. tackle in fucking 1973 they'll pull it back they'll fucking come back yeah. and fucking put the guy on report for mm. it but, but you know that again how many fucking times have we been through this it requires a complete cultural change in the way that referees behave and they're treated and the referees need to be okay with the fact that they're going to miss shit yep and that they're going to be corrected yep now there are some referees and I actually reckon people like Jared Sutton would be okay with it. Like, he seems to be, you know, cool, well, the bunker's seen this, and yep, no worries. There are other referees that you can see would have a clear fucking problem yeah. with somebody else correcting them. Mm. Yeah. And they're those ones that I think would very fucking quickly be, be weeded out of the game and improve the overall quality of the officials anyway. But yeah. what are the fucking chances we have on that? Zero. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But you know, very, very well deserved wind of the storm. But they're they're by no means close to being back. They're not. Um, do we get an honest appraisal from you on DCE's defensive prowess yet? Oh, he had an unhappy game in general. I think wasn't very impressed with anything in his game in this one. But just, just again, just that whole the whole turnstile thing. Yeah, it's not really a turnstile thing. There was a, I remember he had, he had one he had one one situation there where he where he shot up too quickly, but I mean that's that was literally it. Man, he's for a, the entire game. He's fucking Noffa two point Yeah, because I mean the Storm Fuck. scored like the Storm scored a couple of tries over on the right, a couple of tries on one one uh, through the no, middle. No, no two I'm not talking just about this game. I'm talking every game. Yeah, but statistics don't support that at all. This, what there's a statistic saying how many times do you not rush out of the line? No, the statistics talking about tackle effectiveness and missed tackles and tackles made. No, no. The fact that he rushes out and puts his outside men under pressure. There's not a statistic for that. Well, I mean, that doesn't happen. That's why. They would, they would, they'd make a statistic for it. If, if, it hap- if it happened, they'd write it down. But it doesn't happen. So, 
I mean, that's, they've, got, they've got monkeys that sit in the stand that literally just fucking, you know, just work with little hash, little, little hash marks on Baboons, paper. Baboons, if you will. <laughs> Showing how, how red their asses are. <laughs> Look how this Cambridge. Oh, great heavens. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah, Glenn, you'd crush it in WNBA, Glennie. <laughs> Phil, <laughs> on the socials, he said, hashtag century of DCE, as in he must have let in 100 tries by now. Mm. I'm hearing it more and more. It's very, very co- well, carefully selected. Let's be very clear, very clear here. Mm. You're the only person that looks at the socials because I've got too much shit to do and it's like the one small thing you can fucking contribute to the show apart from your voice every week. Oof, like if I was to fucking go, or, Glennie, or, if, or if Glennie was to go through the fucking socials. Glennie? <laughs> Hang on. No, let's go back. Let's go back. And let's look for anything that's positive no, in that game. No, what I'm saying is... People now will write comments to get the attaboy from you because that's the only way to get read out on the show. And that's that's just the way it is. People are are adapted. If you remember, I read there was one sole positive DCE comment a couple of weeks ago and I made sure to read it out in the spirit of balance. Yeah, I think you made sure to read it out in the the spirit of you didn't have any other fucking comments to read out. No, not at all. (laughs) Jesus, it's like talking with a fucking Second Amendment lobbyist. (laughs) This is not a mental health issue. It's guns, Nathan. It's guns. And DCE is a fucking gun. Thank you. Richard said... (laughs) Richard said, George Tafua needs to have his own brand of condoms. George, for the man who doesn't want to catch a fucking thing. There you go. Uh, Mitch. Full body raincoat. He said, there's an obvious reason for this shithouse game. Somewhere in the centre of the earth, the Looney Tunes have challenged a bunch of aliens to a game of rugby league. <laughs> to compete, the aliens have stolen the talent from some of the Storm players. In retaliation, the Looney Tunes have kidnapped Payne Haas. Oh, and Manly are just plain bad at football. Uh, Rishi said, Schuster hates Harper so much, he just threw the ball straight into his head, and I'm here for it. I'll tell you what, I'm, uh, he's on my fucking list as well, that cunt. Who's like, that? Schuster, but yeah. like, obviously Jeez, a talented turned, player. Turned. Yeah, you should you should see that you should be, you know you should listen to me privately about fucking you know, about my thoughts about some of these players. But um, but Schuster, honestly, if the no look pass, if you pass it without looking every fucking time you pass yeah. it, it ceases to become like a gimmick or or a trick play, and it's the only. <laughs> and it's like if it's the only thing, it's not a trick. Yeah. You're not, you're not fooling anybody. That is no. Oh, he's looking straight forward. That means he's 100% definitely going to pass it. <laughs> and um, look, I, I normally try and avoid the uh, the visual jokes, but uh, the good old um, porn stars meme was too good to be true. Uh, James, he said, we wanted Pappy versus Turbro. And then it says, yeah, best I can do is Meanie versus Garrick. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, when you said when you said porn stars, I thought I, I, I instantly went the other way. You mind out of fucking gutter, Nathan. And I was like, Jesus. and it was like, was it was it the Piper Perry? Was it the Piper Perry? You could catch something like that. E A W N. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, the uh, Panthers twenty-two to feed the Cowboys zero at Penrith. The Panthers tries to uh, yo Edwards To'o and Taylor and May Cleary two conversions, Crichton one conversion, Cowboys. Bubbo. We'll give that a D minus on their test. Yeah, look, I'm I'm not sure it was a D minus. Um, look, they'd been riding high. They'd taken some big scalps. 
they're they're the surprise of the season, and and flat track bullies, definitely the most improved team since last season. And let's remember they were without Felt and Tom Alotta, who, again, while not world beaters on their own, you know, fucking JT's close to it on on his best day, but they're a big component of that side and how they perform. But I think they got a taste of of what the upper echelon of the competition are. You know, they've come across Melbourne when Melbourne are in a, a rare form slump. And, and by rare, I mean, you know, once in a decade mm. form slump. Um, but Penrith just did exactly what Penrith do. They went out there with a game plan and didn't really care much who the opposition was or what the opposition did. They were just going to get in there and run through their sets and run their plays and kick for field position. And and, and the Cowboys, you know, similar to the Roosters, they went with them for a little while. Uh, but, you know, when, when you've got Isaiah Yo opening the scoring so fucking early, God-like human that he is, still being underrated. Then it was always going to be a long night for the cows. I, uh, Glenny. I felt like the Cowboys had positioned themselves as a genuine top four side. But if this is the gap between Penrith and potentially the fourth best team in the comp, it's pretty fucking scary. You'd be just as fucking well to give these cunts a trophy now and save us another 17 weeks of Jay's bullshit. Well, that's all right. I mean, it's, it's, it, it becomes this 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 season becomes becomes absolutely absolutely a crushing all in bet for him though. Like they, it's either they either win the premiership that they, that they you know, obviously you know had in their keeping after round one, or they suffer the, the the greatest choke in the history of the game. Not at all. They're they're trying to do something that that's one of the hardest things to do in sport. Like Literally, who's it's repeated? Been, it's, it's who's been repeated done. in the NRL era? East, it was literally done in the last five years. Yeah, that's it. No, no, no. Once in the NRL era. When it happened in the NRL, it doesn't matter. Over that course of time, it's happened once. And we all know how Easts get their fucking premierships. So I think we can say that it hasn't been done legitimately at all. Oh, yeah. So they're attempting to do something. shots being fired today. They're attempting to do something that. that no other rugby league side has ever done in the history of the sport. Is legitimately... Like I said... In the, history of, in, in, in the history, in the history of the sport, <laughs> legitimately yeah, repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how yeah. many child molesters did the Dragons have to have to get all their premierships? Well, I don't think I, it was a matter. I, mean, I what, don't know if there's most, a statistic for that. <laughs> well, I mean, well, well, I mean, like, statistically, statistically, we Missed know tackles, one. But five penalties, <laughs> eight pedophiles, <laughs> <better> three. <laughs> well, well, statistically, statistically, we know the answer. The answer is at least one. But, but, but also. <laughs> But also, they were they were playing against fucking butchers and shit, you know, like and Sparkies, I mean, <laughs> bakers and candlestick makers. <laughs> yeah. Oh god! But no, look, I, I wouldn't be too down on myself if I'm a Cowboys supporter. No, I would not because well, they lost I the would, game. I because would, I'm you're fucking fuck, Cowboys fan. <laughs> Means I'm probably from North Queensland. Queensland. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you know what they say: iron sharpens iron, and. If you're going to win the competition, you have to go through the best teams. You have to do it. So why not play this game now, take it, and then know, okay, we've played them once, and they gave us a good dust-up, and then that showed us how far we have to go. It showed us where we have to build. 
you know, and I don't think they disgraced themselves. I think it was just pl- at such a pace that they couldn't keep up and errors crept into the game. That's it. I'm fucking dairy queening on the Cowboys this year. I was going to say, because iron sharpens iron, but I mean, also iron also splats fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and 22 nil. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, yes. There you go. Uh, Ross, who um, I, I mentioned has always been such an astute student of the game. Uh, he said, "I wouldn't mind Edwards in the Origin side. Of course, he wouldn't. Oh, no he's, like the, he's like the he's like he's like the the Mick Ennis of fucking listeners. Agenda Ross, we'll call him <laughs> fucking germ. Carsten, <laughs> uh, he said, my butthole hurts already, so I go back into my hole and count Nazi gold. Hashtag fuck you, Jay. There you go. <laughs> hashtag, okay, hashtag of the year. Well, to be fair, Carsten sounds like Jay's fucking you." <laughs> Uh, Alistair he said anyone else completely sick of the Panthers and their shit haircuts refs enabling their absolute shit country whilst the stadium of toothless fetal alcohol syndrome riddled housos are loving the show they are literally the new storms Ooh. They're, they're not unless unless it comes out you know that you know, the, 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 you know the, they've been you know, diddling the figures and all that sort of thing and, mm. you know but um, look half of what he said there was quite reasonable I thought <laughs> Which shit, shit hair, shit hair, well, two thirds. I mean, shit haircuts, absolutely. Like, I mean, I, and like, I, I fucking, I hate the, I hate the new, the newborn mullet culture of the, of the NRL, and then it spills out into the fucking life, and you, yeah. know, you, get, you get like my, yeah, my nephew wanted to get a mullet and everything. Cool. And I was like, look, you live in Armadale, but I mean, I still fucking drive down there and bash you if you get one. Um, the second, the the second thing, um, well, the, other, the second point was about the fetal alcohol. <laughs> The referees yeah, allowing well, I mean, their shit country. Yeah, look, no, I mean, you know, the, the the teams the teams on top get the get the calls. That's the way it is. The the thing about the houseos, yes, yeah, spot on. And the new storms, so fifty percent. Sorry, fifty percent of the things he said were true. Yeah, it's pretty sad when the fucking you know bougie fuckheads like this Alistair guy, bougie, you know, are, are so fucking jealous that the houseos get anything they don't have. You know, this is fucking baby bonus two point <laughs> Pay some, pay, pay. Maybe, 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 maybe Alistair should fucking fire up the robo debt. That's it. <laughs> half the fucking, half the fucking attendance at Bluebird. Go and fucking, go and fucking repossess some seventy-inch plasma sitting on cinder blocks in people's lounge rooms. <laughs> oh fuck! You guys are on fire tonight. I'm here for it. Great part of the world. Appreciate it. Um, oh. Matthew said, "Has Isaiah Yo reached underrated immortal status yet? He must be close." Yeah. When he's an immortal, he'll still be underrated. The underrated. That should be his nickname. Yeah. The underrated. Yeah, exactly. No, no, it's got to be like, you got to do it like a like Panthers, though. It's just, it's just thunderated. It's like T-H-U-N-D. <laughs> thunderated. <laughs> Actually, if you're doing it like Panthers, it's going to be F-U, like thunderated. <laughs> Give me a U. <laughs> Give me an N. Oh. Oh fuck! <laughs> Give me a D and then an A. Shock contender for fucking Anna. shock contender for episode it? titles. He's like, what, 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 is it, what is it spell? And half the people are just like, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't finish grade eight. <laughs> Can't hear you over them. My baby's crying because the fucking Jim Beam ran out of his bottle. <laughs> oh, um. yeah. Nathan, 
He said the Cowboys just not quite ready to match it with the good team in the comp. <coughs> uh, Matthew said score reflects the difference between these teams, but respect to the Cowboys, give them another 12 months to mature as a team. We could have a good rivalry brewing over the next few years. And uh, Lachlan, he said a question for you, Jay. Does this amazing form concern you? Similar to, I'm sure, Melbourne fans have felt in the past that come finals, having faced easy wins all year, they've forgotten how to fight hard for a win. Um, I don't know that that strikes me about Penrith. Find out at the end of the year. It doesn't worry me when it comes to the guys that were there in 2021. The guys that were there in 2021 understand what it's like to get to a grand final and fall short. And so if that happens this year from them... I don't think it will be from lack of trying or I don't think it will be from them um, taking anything easy because they had a a much harder path to the premiership than they should have had in 2021. Um, Yeah, look, there there are some of these kids that that have come in that may just just take a little bit lightly, but I think as a group there's enough um, combined wisdom there that it won't be an issue. Done. Yep. The Brisbane Broncos 35 defeat the Gold Coast Titans 24 at Suncorp Stadium. The Broncos 35 came through tries to Ricky Cobbo, Tamari Martin, Farnworth, uh, Capewell, and Mam. Katoni Staggs, five conversions. Tyson Gamble with the disrespectful field goal. Titans tries to Jaden Campbell, Corey Thompson, AJ Brimson, David Fafita, and four conversions to Jermaine Asako. I think the Broncos look good once again. Without Reynolds, which is one thing and, and something they'll take a lot of confidence out of, but I don't know that we'll see the true evidence of that confidence until he comes back and and plays with these teammates that have built, you know, the belief that it's not just all about him uh, and and what Reynolds brings to the team. So um, that's important for the Broncos as they develop. But um, there's a time, <clears throat> maybe not so much this season, but when the six again rule came in, there were times where sides would ride waves of six agains and, and that would lead in, obviously, uh, a mountain of possession and, and field position um, and they'd ride that to a comeback win. I don't know that that tells the story of this game. The, the Titans completely lost their way after going up. They are absolutely fucking, nil fucking disgusting. Like, that second like, half was yeah. absolutely... What you, what you were saying about the Broncos really only encapsulated the last 20, 30 minutes. Sure. Sure, that's true. The first fucking the first half, they were fucking disgraceful, and the Titans were <laughs> the Titans were great. They were lighting them mm. up. They looked they looked good. The Broncos looked like the, what, what people thought they were supposed to look like without Reynolds <laughs> in the in the side. But my god, what a fucking implosion! Yeah, and and again, like it hurts when you you lose your organizer. But fair for the the Titans are just a fucking dumb rugby league side. But it's like, no, it's, it's, it's more it's more than just dumb. Like, dumb is like when they went for that ill-advised short kickoff mm. straight out the Broncos score, yeah, which enabled is. them to go back-to-back. That's dumb. But they're also, like, just... Mentally fragile. Like, mentally weak, like, mm. pussified, yeah. cowardly... Wow. Fucking straight-up bitch-made... This, like, this, this has been the Titans' DNA for a long time, though. Mm. Like, this was back before... Like, when Peachy was there, they'd be in games... And then it and would then just Peachy be. would make sure they were out of games. Well, no, but there, there'd be there'd be three or four just moments of individual stupidity. Mm. 
you know, or or just plain unlucky, you know, they'd they'd go up for a to to catch a bomb and it'd bounce off someone's shoulder, fly off to somebody in the opposition that was standing ten meters away from the contest, and then they just run upfield untouched, mm. like just just dumb unlucky shit like that, and and it put yourself in a situation where you have two people sent off at the same time. The second infringement. Didn't even fucking do anything. They weren't under intense fucking pressure on the goal line. Where but it was that bad the that the ref didn't have a choice. Yeah. No, but that's what I'm saying. Mm. Like if it was well, well, fuck. Okay, now now we're twelve. We're we're two down, but we saved a certain try. Mm. You can almost rationalise that. Almost, but this was just. Well, what did you actually get? You you just slow down a play of the ball that you were already set and waiting for. That was three meters from your line, and yeah, but more and but, ten in. But also, it's important to note that when they when when those um, simbinnings occurred, they actually fucking staunched up and covered the loss of those players brilliantly. That wasn't when they they didn't fall off when they fucking lost their players. They survived oh, yeah, that well, for, when they got for, back. They they no, fell apart they. after. Don't say they. Fafita, Fafita did his fucking dummy half. You know, mm, yeah. lone fucking universal soldier run. Yeah, but be that as it may, though they they survived that period. You yeah, know, the, Bron- no, the Broncos the, the Broncos just destroyed them after they'd gotten back. But to- it, it took too much right. out of them. That that's what wrecked them. They did so much fucking work in that period that when it got to the last one, like that, it was the last or second to last try that the Broncos scored. There were no Titans chasing, like there there were just absolutely none. There were the three or four Broncos chasing the play. And the Titans just had nothing left. So, I, yeah, I don't say, think that was that, that wasn't gas tank. I don't think that was. You could see those players watching the play, and they just assumed that the tackle was was going to be made, and that that you know miracle offload halfway off to the ground wasn't going to happen. That was that they were, they were basically. I think it was more like that guy's job. Mm. You know what I mean? It wasn't like yeah. oh, I'm fucked. I can't get down there. It's just like he's got it, so I can fucking cruise into the line again. You know? Yeah. Mm. I will say Tino though. Um, Disappointing second half, absolutely Great first half. <clears throat> lit it yeah. up in the first half, yeah. which yeah. is what I took most uh, from him was his comments after the game where he, he took a lot of the onus for the loss as as captain and also for not continuing the level of his performance, which I think for a young bloke to, to, to have that level of accountability is quite rare um, and it speaks to his leadership qualities, which is obviously why they've given him the captaincy, but... Um, yeah, you'd be happy to hear that from your captain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's it. Uh, Terry, so the Broncos jersey looks like casino carpet. Yes, it did. Mm. That was amazing. <laughs> Shane, you said Titans fall apart so often the fucking team song should be total eclipse of the heart. <laughs> uh, Levi. Have you heard that one before, Glenny? Sure have. Cool, just checking. Uh, Levi, he said, Asako may as well get a scaffolding ticket and give up footy like the rest of my cousin bros here on the Gold Coast. Oh, great heavens. He's a Kiwi. Sorry? He's a Kiwi. Yeah. He's the Kiwi you confuse other people for. Yeah, well, he should have not not have a name that fucking reminds me of other people's names. It's very difficult. (laughs) It's difficult to keep up. Yeah. I, I understand, mate. It's not even close. I get it. You can't call you can't call him racist. The white savior thing. <laughs> he's racist. May need some scaffolding, Richard, surely. 
said that effort from the Titans has to be one of the dumbest second halves ever played, especially after that first half effort from Tino. Mm. Uh, Scott, this one's a bit sad. He said, I don't even have the energy to be mad at them anymore. I think they've given me footy depression. Oh, fucking cry me a river cunt. You made the finals last year. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> fuck me dead. You want to talk about footy depression? Fuck me dead. <laughs> I got footy AIDS. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Yeah, but like in the Magic Johnson sense, though, like you're never gonna, it's never gonna actually kill you, and you're, you're not gonna drop off. The How game do you know? How the fuck point. do you know, Nathan? The streets yeah. of Glenadelphia. <laughs> right, that's us. Next right. game. The Knights twenty-four defeat the Warriors sixteen at Redcliffe. Uh, the Knights tries came through a double to Tuala, uh, Tyson Frizzell, Edric Lee with tries, Clifford four conversions. And the Warriors tries through Pompey, Violia, and DWZ. Uh, one penalty goal to Reese Walsh, one conversion to Reese Walsh. Anthony Milford taking a leading hand for the Knights in just his second game back after an extended layoff. It was fairly impressive, I thought. He had a hand in three mm-hmm. tries and fairly controlled coming at the line, um, starting to find his way, which is good signs for Newcastle. Um, mm. This was a much-needed win for for the Knights, I thought. Um, just their second in 10, 10 weeks or so. Um, easing some of the pressure on O'Brien. I don't know um, that it takes all the heat off him, and we'll see what happens with the Knights over the coming weeks. But um, they showed a bit of fight and a bit of grit and, and come back. The Warriors led 12-0, I think, at one stage, if I'm not mistaken. And the Knights come back and, and got them and... You know, overcome injury to Saifidi, and so there was a bit, um, a bit for them to unpack, and they managed to to scrape it together. Mm. It, it's it's the the ref in this game, and fuck, I don't even know what his name is. Hits me as exactly one of those fuckers who would be resistant to a bunker chasing up his errors, mm. and it happened both ways. So I don't think any any side can say that they were dudded out of anything. But just simple, dumb shit. Like, uh, there was one close to the end of the game when things were very, very tight where Sean Johnson's put a little grubber through and Milford has stuck his fucking foot out to kick the ball, to trap it, and it's bounced back and the, the Warriors have picked it up again and there's no six again call. Mm. Yep. You know, just, it is the absolute just, definition of play that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and But just... No fucking, no actual, oh, well, yeah, no, just that's what I've ruled. You know, so not a great display of footy, but not helped when when the refereeing is of a poor quality as well. Mm. But, um, yeah, what, what else do you say? It's a fucking broken record talking about Sean Johnson and the Warriors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here you've got one of the most experienced halves in the competition who continuously takes, you know, uh, fifth tackle options that you would forgive a rookie for for the first half of a season. After that, you start to hook them. Yep. It's funny how, you know, Johnson going to the Sharks wanted, wasn't his effectively like the humbling moment, if you know what I mean, like Benji had in his career where he started to turn shit around and, and you know, focus on game management at that back end of his career where, you know, all the everyone in the media was lauding him for his game management. No one's saying that about Sean Johnson. It's because Sean Johnson hasn't had that moment, though. Benji had the moment when he went to leave the Dragons 
and there was literally no one. Yeah. yeah. Literally no one. And then Wayne Bennett said, look, I'll make you a fucking, I'll make give you a one-year contract. I want you to come and help at training mm. and I want you to play at origin time because yeah. I'm going to have people out. That's yeah, it. I guess the Sharks and then, paid him fairly, fairly well to. Yeah, the Sharks was the, the Sharks was the moment. Arms. The Sharks were the moment of uh, when everyone, when he was at the, when he was at the Warriors for his first stint, people were like, "Oh, how good would this guy be out of New Zealand and away mm. from like you know that side and and you yeah. know, drop him into a into a better side?" And so the Sharks coming off uh, you know grand final win, he rocks over to them you know in in the aftermath of of, of that era, and proceeds to do you know just as nothing. Yeah. Exactly, and and again, in his defence, had a lot of injury time, which yep. is disruptive. Never got a solid combination because his other halves partner had a lot of injury time. Yep. Um, but you can't just make yeah. excuses for a guy for his entire career. No, just for that shark. Stick. No, but I mean, he's right. he's always had injury issues. Even yeah, his first stint at the Warriors, some he's never some, had a solid people. halves partner anywhere he's been until maybe now, and he's not playing any better. Yeah, that's it. So, yeah, it's right. rough. Glennie's written him off. Fucking rough. Sean Johnson, terrible player. Done. As all the comments Glenn in this Blakely. Retire. <laughs> he said, this is like watching two crews of SJs have a fist fight. Air swings, air kicks, people falling over, but no actual damage. Yeah. Uh, Dominic, he said, fuck me dead. Now I know what it's like being a Doggies and Tigers fan. How the fuck did you cunts do this all those years? Resilience. <laughs> I like how he I like how he says it in the past tense, like they're not still doing it. <laughs> and uh, and Levi, he says uh, checks when Curran is back. Yes, you need him fucking fierce. Right, the Rabbitohs forty four defeat the West Tigers eighteen and uh, at uh, Acor and the uh, in, a, in a in a dark and dismal Acor Stadium where they didn't pay the light bill and only turned half the cunts on. <laughs> um, the Rabbits forty four tries to a hat trick. Alex Johnston, uh, a double to Cody Walker, who I propose that his nickname becomes the Ibis because we were talking about in the member side, like how all these tries are just like the weird, weird, like, you know, the ball just spills out from something or a guy gets tackled and rolls the ball out the back. It's not an offload or it bounces off someone and he picks it up and scoots over. So he's picking up the scraps the whole time. So do Cody Ibises Walker- do this weird thing where they like lay their egg and they mean to get it in their nest, but then another animal just comes along and, and intercepts it. Well, I think they, I think they, I think, I think they grab, they grab a hot chip so vigorously, they fling it out, and another ibis grabs it over the way. Um, but he got a double, and uh, Harvili, Graham, and uh, Paulo with tries, Nicarima three conversions, uh, Taffy with three conversions, the Tigers eighteen, uh, a double to Kenny Marmalo, uh, another try to Kapoa, two conversions to Brooksy, one penalty goal to Brooksy, and uh, I feel like we've just spoken about this game, Glenny. But off you go again. Yeah, I think. We, we have. We have spoken about it at length. doesn't make any more fucking sense. Um, the Tigers were, were in control in the, in the first half and <clears throat> went into the break with a, with a lead. I think what started to turn the game for the Rabbitohs was when, um, and we spoke about it uh, during the member episode, was when Havili and, and Sele come on and they just started making ridiculous metres through the middle. And the Tigers were struggling to recover, and, and that gave the Rabbitohs an ascendancy around the ruck that the Tigers couldn't cope with. And, um, you know, Walker, uh, f- for all his critics and faults, he's, he was good enough to, to play behind that. Um, Murray on the edges as well. Um, the Tigers just fell apart in, in the end and, and couldn't cope with it and played. Yep. As, we, as I've said before, they have a, a knack of playing 
any player as an individual or any team back into form, no matter how bad their slump might be. And I think the Rabbitohs been off their game for a little while now, and and towards the back end of this game, the the ball was singing, and they, um, I, I wouldn't say they looked quite like last year's Rabbitohs, but um, they looked like their attack was was starting to find a, a gear that we haven't really seen just in recent times. So disappointing from the Tigers, and I think um, I expected that second half to, to be much better, and, and, and they, they really unraveled at a rapid rate of knots and, and couldn't stem the tide of, of points that the Rabbitohs yeah. are throwing on. That's it. The Rabbitohs also like they they also shored up that one defensive weakness that they had mm. there, where where the Tigers could just get it out, get get it left out onto the Rabbitohs' right hand side, and you know they 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 had hit pay dirt twice out there, but then they, the Rabbitohs started started shooting up and cutting it off, and and they never really got back to that again. Yeah, yeah, mm. especially you know, in the it didn't even look like getting it out to to Kenny in the second half. And uh, yeah, like you said, and and shout and shout out to to me, the super coach was absolutely blasting Campbell Graham for having a Barry fucking cropper of a game, and eventually he even went so far as to call him Bjorn Borg at one stage. Yeah, like, yeah, Bjorn Borg. Yeah, and uh, and and so shout out to the to the the um the the patron who who uh, must have overheard me uh, berating him. Got word to and he lifted massively, scored a try, and played great in the closing stages of the yeah. game. Really turned that shit Quite around quick. Uh, <laughs> Look at you yeah. go! Look at you go! Show Thank me you. the money, Campbell. So um, yeah, and, and everything else you said is exactly what happened. And once they got the ascendancy through the middle and just started, so, I mean, I remember there was the, the Tigers had that one set where they were attacking, and they, you know, the set ended for whatever reason, sort of down, you know, in, in the in the right hand corner. And South got the got the ball on that set, and they went the length of the fucking field and mm. scored like, on the very next set. And it was just through these twenty meter runs straight up the guts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it. Uh, Brendan, you said Alex Johnson brought to you by the Dairy Queen. What a fucking monumentous occasion for him, huh? Leading try leading try scorer in South history. That's it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, in, in their storied, what is it, 12, 15-year career for that club? <laughs> 20, 20, they're, they're, they're blasting through their 20, their 20 well, when, did they, when did they come back? I can't even remember. I don't know. Who knows? Who cares? Too, I, I mean, too fucking early if you ask me. That's it. Sam <laughs> said ref's fault. Sam's ref's faulting on this one. Wow. What? There you go. Yeah. On what, on, on what basis? I don't know. He's just said ref's fault. Sam, fill us in. Give us your, the criteria for which you believe you have been refs faulted. Uh, and Matthew said, first half, bunnies in decline. Second half, Tigers hold my beer. They certainly fucking did. No one out declines the Tigers. Nobody. That's us. Roosters 36 to feed the Sharks 16 at points bet. The uh, Roosters 36, a double to Daniel Tupo. And probably cementing his uh, his origin position with that performance. Uh, Butcher, Tedesco, and uh, Jared Rhea Hargraves, Manu and Watson all tries. Walker four conversions, and the Sharks sixteen came through tries to the Mutt and uh, Sione Katoa, Cameron McInnes, and Nico two of three conversions. I thought this game was a bit of a a small version of, of what the Roosters have shown us this year so far. And, and you've mentioned it, Nate, a few times that they're tough to get a read on. And, you know, it was clinical 
from them to, you know, they lead 24-0. And then just a real drop um, from, away from what they were doing and let the Sharks back into the contest um, at 24-16 with the Sharks then mounting another attacking raid um, and look to have found some space on their left-hand side. Pass goes to ground. Joey Mano picks it up, and that and ultimately that that seals the win for the Roosters. But no way should Cronulla have ever got that close to the Roosters the way they were playing. And and in yep. years gone by, the Roosters go on with the job no matter who they're playing and 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 put the put them to the sword. But they just dropped away very very quickly, and the Sharks come back and and. We're closer than what people, what the scoreline might indicate to, to getting them. Yeah, that's it. Although I think they're doing like they're doing it down on troops, you know, as, as opposed to what they would normally do. So they they're used to going in there and going on with the job with you know, outrageous talent that that should go on with the job. I think they're they're learning to do more with less. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right. It, it was an unrealistic performance. I don't know if you'll agree with this take, and, and I've saw a, a mention in the media which I probably tend to agree with. But you'd have to look at the Roosters now and say, if, if you look at their spine, that they're short on they're short of nine, right? Yeah, yeah. which is why they bought Brandon Smith. Next but is Brand? That's my point. Is Brandon Smith that guy? He's a, he's a competitor. <sighs> he's, so, he's you know, but does he bring that missing link to the Roosters' attack? I don't think he does. Oh, he's a he's a quality nine. He can run the ball. He you know, gives good service. I mean, what do, what else do they fucking want? Mm, I, I think I don't think he runs the ball from dummy half as as well as what they might need. Yeah, okay. You got to remember, like, you, we fall into this trap with rugby league all the time. It's and and stuff like the Reynolds situation blinds us a bit to it. It's that oh, one player is going to come here and make a massive difference, right? So. Yeah, Adam Reynolds has come to Brisbane and they've improved. But then you look at it and without Adam Reynolds, they've still improved. Mm. And Adam Reynolds leaving has had such a detriment to other players in the bunnies. Then you look at the last time that, that a Roosters hooker was in the news, and we've spoken about this before. Like Jake Friend was fucking... He was one of those guys that everyone was like, fuck, he's gone on a couple of years too far. Um, poor guy. Was was always in Cameron Smith's shadow. Never never got his shot. Um, was sort of nearly good enough, but not really. You know, good good on him. Great club man. That's it. Cooper Cronk transformed him. Mm. So your hooker is only as good as the halves they work with and the partnership they have there. So I think Brandon Smith's success there and, and the success of the the trade or, or the acquisition, I should say is going to come down to how well he works with those halves. Because he works really well with the Munster and Hughes combo. Sure. So we'll just need to see if it's as effective with the mm. Roosters. Fair. Socials on this one. Uh, Troy. He said, not surprised Cronulla would struggle to get motivated for Indigenous round. There it is. Jason. He said, the Sharks putting up a bigger fight in Sydney than their number one ticket holder did last week. Mm. And Richard he said the Roosters looked the best they have looked all season in the first half. Better than their first half in Magic Round. Passes were sticking. Players were working together, pushing up in support, running angles to court defenders out and creating space. So Ali gets better every week. Kiri seems to be gaining confidence that just wasn't there earlier in the season. There's a level or two below the Storm and the Panthers, 
but they're vastly improved from the side that shat the bet against the Knights, Dragons, and Bulldogs. There you go. Fair assessment. I don't yep. think they're the level below Penrith. Probably the thing is they're going to have to they're going to have to do do this sort of game a lot more because that's the reason why they're so hard to get a read on this year. I mean they'll yeah. they'll do they'll they'll do this game like this last weekend and then next week they'll go and lose to a a, a shocking team. Mm. And again, Cronulla's been doing <laughs> this awful. as well. Cronulla's yeah. come out and had like great game, shit game, great game, shit game. Yep. Yep. So really, what does this game tell us? Nothing. Yep. Send them to Perth. All right. The, <laughs> the Dragons, 20, uh, 34, defeated the Bulldogs, 24 at Belmore. The uh, Dragons, 34, came through tries to uh, Moga, Lomax, Fii, Hunt, McCulloch, and Blake Laurie with his first try in game number 91. Um, Lomax, five conversions. Uh, the Bulldogs, 24, tries uh, double to Avarillo. Uh, Flanagan and Shoup with tries, Burton three conversions and a penalty goal. And that is it. First thing I want to say is like Blake Laurie, see, that's a first try narrative that I can get around. Yeah. He hasn't been fucking, he, he, doesn't, have, he doesn't have fucking commentators who've lost their mojo fucking mouthing up before every fucking game that this guy, this is the only the game he gets his first try. He just goes under the radar and, and uh, gets it done. And fucking didn't he love it? And didn't the boys get around it? Didn't they? When he scored the try, they loved it. They loved yeah, it. Yeah, fuck yeah. And he's a pretty funny guy too, that Blake Laurie. When you see yeah, he's him, a character. Actually, you know, he's a yeah, character. he's a character. So yeah, good on him. I hope, I hope, and 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 in in a related story, I hope Twelve never gets a try. Jesus fucking cross, that's harsh. Jay doesn't want him to get one either. That's not just me. It's no, the rugby league connoisseurs. Yeah, well, <laughs> firing shots all over the place. You too. Look, it's you terrible. can. You can you can keep drinking. You can you can keep drinking your fucking pure blondes and wishing Alex Twelve got tries. We'll be we'll Why be am I here. drinking pure blonde? <laughs> I don't know. I was just thinking shit alcohol. <laughs> Why am I drinking I any beer at I, all? I could, I could change the methyl. Yeah, you that's more more appropriate <laughs> and more likely. <laughs> no, sorry, go on. Seriously, uh, Ben Hunt once again in everything good the Dragons did. Um, I thought he had a, a another solid game. Has been rewarded with an Origin jersey. Um, Bulldogs got themselves into the contest twice, only to let themselves out of the contest on on three times with with soft goal line defence. The the Laurie try, the McCulloch try was fucking atrocious. Mm-hmm. At, at one stage, I can't, I can't remember who it was. But um, and, the, and the lorry try was pretty much a, a carbon copy of the of the McCulloch yeah. try. You know? But the commentator said, "Oh, McCulloch, too quick." Those words have no. never been uttered before, ever, ever. Not well, in any context. So, not even his missus has said that. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe, maybe the captain of the Titanic said that to the iceberg. <laughs> <laughs> but if are you saying Andrew McCulloch was the iceberg? Is that- <laughs> Like, that's he, it. I mean, yeah. he's old as shit. Like, yeah, yeah that's exactly. true. <laughs> if McCulloch was too quick, I want to know what the fuck those players that he was too quick for, what they're doing with their lives. Because hmm. rugby league ain't it for them. Um, I, was, I was like, that's, that is fucking woeful. And the Bulldogs, two weeks removed from having their coach shown the door, I don't know that, you know, they were competitive in patches in this game, but ultimately it's another loss. And yep. yeah. you wouldn't say they've rebounded to a point, you know, like obviously, you know, the, the stories of Trent being a, a player's 
coach and, you know, the the uproar from the playing group and fucking the Naden situation, the Vaughan story and all the rest of it, there's there's some truth to it. I don't think the Bulldogs are getting any better at all this year. No, the thing the, the thing that I noticed, though, is I mean, when, when the game was there to be won, I mean, the Bulldogs were most definitely... They definitely wanted it, and they were definitely putting in, and like they're they're busting they're, they're busting their gut to try and get a, get across the line. They're just not they're just not good. Mm. They didn't have a plan. The ball died with with Flanagan every time he got the ball. Like it just seemed like their attack died. And how many times did he sort of go one way, look for a guy, turn around the other way, and before he could do anything, he just gets swamped. Yeah, yeah. Like I mean, he died with the ball so many times. Yep. I want to give so a, where a they could just sling it. I want to give a, a shout out rather to um, to the crowd at Belmore. It was uh, the back to Belmore game, and you know seventeen thousand people. But the, when the when the Bulldogs were starting, to, you know, scored those tries and and started to look like they might have been in, in with a chance of of snagging a win, that the, fuck the noise in the crowd was was made for a good atmosphere watching it on TV. Yep, quality suburban ground atmosphere. Averillo, two tries in the centres. Yeah. I've, I've wanted to say for every week since we've been recording, since I've come back, that he's he has no business being in the halves or in the centres. And I don't actually know where he should be in, a, in an NRL side, but two tries in the centres, what the fuck do I know? One of my, one of my um, completely non-guilty pleasures is during Doggies games, monitoring... What the dogs fan base are saying about Avarillo, <laughs> and and fuck me, they were on a, they went on a journey with him this <laughs> this round. <laughs> oh, like they wanted him dead out of the team, and then oh, all of a sudden he's god, <laughs> and then he's back to shit again. Yeah, wow, <laughs> Jesus, there you go, there you go. Socials on this one, jeez, what, did anyone have anything good to say? I doubt it. Doggies, doggies fans lamenting. He said the Dragons didn't need video for this week's strategy session. They just know run it at good old turnstile Dufty. Yeah, that's about it. And uh, Lando. He said that was a hard watch. I'm happy the Dragons got the two points, but realistically, I don't think anyone deserved to win that game. The fact that after 91 games, Blake Laurie scored a try says everything there is to say about the standard of football this afternoon. Oof. And uh, Jason. He said another week, another loss. The only positive I see is that we have scored more points on average under Potter than we did under Barrett. Apart from that, not much else has changed. Dodgy goal line defence, unable to apply or sustain pressure for any length of time, giving away a lot of six games or penalties. The start of the season, I was hoping the Dogs could finish as high as 12th, build on this season into next, but alas, this season seems to be a copy of the previous two, despite an improved playing roster. And an increased expenditure. That's it. On playing talent. Okay, last one. The Eels 28 defeated the Raiders 20. In Canberra, the Eels 28 tries to Penasini, a double Dylan Brown, double to Bailey Simonson, Moses four conversions, the Raiders 20, a double to Sebastian Chris, Whitehead with the other try, three conversions to Fogarty making his debut and a penalty goal. Gutho with another glaring error at the back for the Eels. I think he's done more to cement his myth status this season so far than, than any other year of his career. Um including the where he played Origin a couple of years ago. But um, I want to talk about Dylan Brown. He had a – I thought he had a great game and scored a couple of tries and um, outstanding running six. And you look at the way he played and you wonder how is it that Arthur ever thought that dropping Dylan Brown out of the six jersey 
for any, for, even for a week, was in the best interest yeah. of the team, let, let alone in favour of his son. <laughs> it's fucking yeah, I gross. It's the, it's the, it comes down to the fact that he that he assessed that they they were they were out of they were out of centres at the club, and so he just said like he just looked at the plays he had and he's like oh fucking we've got like you know Sunny Jim, he's he's he can only play half so we can put him in there and then like can, Brown's a great like you said great running half, could he handle the centres probably? It's only a week. Fucking this is the way we got to go. Yeah, and look obviously it's back it it, it backfired spectacularly. But uh, and like you know, could he not have thrown a back rower in the centres or something? Yeah, yeah, maybe. But yeah, to their credit, I thought the Raiders um, stuck with Para for, for much of this game. I, mm-hmm. I do feel like Para were probably a bit loose in patches, which made Canberra look a little bit better than what they really are. And and Para probably had a gear left in them, but the Raiders, yeah, I, I think they matched it with them. Um, for for a large portion of the game. Yep. Nice. Oh my god! Why is my phone choosing now? It's fading. <laughs> fucking Ricky Stewart's charged my phone. It's fucking going grey. Uh, Jeff, Mike Stevenson's hair. He said five meters out from the Eels line. Most playmakers would attempt a nicely weighted grubber for a repeat set. Jack Whiten, forty twenty attempt. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, he said, Wagner is passing the ball. Signs are good. He didn't have a, uh, a terrible game, actually. I thought he was very good. Jake, as a Raiders fan, <clears throat> we may have lost, but I'm still happy with the effort, not looking like they faded out of this one. Having Corey Horsburgh is basically starting six points down. Still pleased to see King Nutho drop the ball and do nothing else all day. That's quite great when he dropped the ball for that try. That is. That was fantastic. And that's it. I'll tell you what, though. So so, so this is... Dra- so uh, Sorry, Raiders fans. They're off, they're off Corey. Where? Well, that one is. Yeah, right. but well, I, I mean, I would like I consider, I consider him to be a, uh, a, a, a like a, a senator or you know official representative of the of the Raiders fan base. I mean, given he, he does a Raiders podcast. Yep. Um. So I'm going to say that he's on. He's got his finger on the pulse, and uh, they're they're off. They're off Horsburg. So soon it'll be them that get pointed at through 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 <laughs> rageful, teary teary fucking ranger eyes. <laughs> uh right. So that is it. That is uh, it for episode 467. Um, thanks for listening. As always, if you want to support the show, feel free to become a patron at patreon.com forward slash twill nation. Additional content, um, gifts dropping twice yearly for the higher tiers. And um, I'm just trying to fucking, why then am I browser? Why'd you do that, you stupid bitch? Just uh, looking up the tipping to see how we're going there. And. Um, See who's on top of the ladder at the moment. Now, okay, Barrett to Belmore on top. It's the only way you can, this is the only place in the world you could say see that combination of words together and actually be correct. Um, cooked tip in second place. Uh, then we've got Strive Possum Agency in third. Uh, cows, cows to win 22. Alpha Ben RL, Mitch Rich, Reynolds, Raging Roana. And uh, Kerem, 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 Kiwi Villa and McTool75 rounding out the top 10. And uh, a little bit of break happening at the top uh, Top couple of uh, players. Um, do you fellas have anything else you want to add? Oh, I got the I got the um, replenishment email for... We're holding off on the, the polo shirts um, for, yeah. the, for the supporters packs this year because the... 
the polo shirts that we'd like to use were out of stock for almost every size and due to come back on May 16. Uh, I got the email over the weekend. So the, the, I had I put a, a thing in there to say notify me when they're back and they're back now. So now we can go forward with them. So um, I'll put those Amazing. up for, um, for order. And uh, as I said earlier, when these uh, supporters packs do go up online, uh, you'll have to move quickly because there's uh, one of the items in the packs uh, is it's already been produced. We've got a certain number left and that's how many packs we're going to make as an absolute maximum. So first in, first serve and uh, yeah, get in there. Um, yeah, that's all I've got. Anything, anything, Glennie? No, that's it. All done all right. and dusted. In that case, we will be back on Wednesday to talk round 13 and state of origin. Fantastic. Can't wait. Fucking tell you what, I can't wait to talk about all the Tigers players participating in State of Origin. You can't spare to look out. <laughs> yeah, you, you you get the you don't get to support you get going to Origin, but you do get to go to the illegitimate joy rounds. That's so it. you know, you win and you lose. <laughs> you know, but it all balances out in the end. Righto, later, boys. All right, see ya. Nice, see ya. <laughs>